Horrible here. White moves start building on the air from Prince Avon. Now, I've not been on the air for a while, and I've got to tell you why. Because um, I was involved for the fracker down the road the other day. Not the sort of thing I like to get involved with. But uh, it left me a bit shaken. I wanted to keep a low profile for a number of days. Oh, look, let me set the scene. I'll do a reconstruction. Like a Chrome Watch UK. Only there's no actors. In fact, I was involved. It's better, really. Better than Mick Ross. Because I was the man. Okay, there's a corp. Just, you know, oh, I shouldn't say corp. It's a, it's a store. Right, not a corp. It's a store. And um, I was doing my groceries one day. I went inside. I was looking around. It's in um, a town along the south coast where I live. I won't say the town. It could be Peacehaven or it could be Brighton. Or it could be um, Saltine or Seaford. Couldn't be Rolling Dean, so I've got a very small corp there. It's hardly any room inside. It's more of a grocer's shop. But anyway, oh, sorry, sure it wasn't the corp. No, it was um, another store. Anyway, I went inside looking around, and um, I was near the yogurts, I remember. In fact, it's quite a big branch. It's actually on London Road. It's a big branch in the middle of town. Oh, no, well, anyway, a big supermarket on London Road. I was only a day out, right? I was browsing by the yogurts. And I saw a couple of youths come in. In, um... <coughs> Sorry. A despondent manner, I thought. They were sort of rooting around. One had, um... A bubble jacket. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'd started laughing with relief. And, um... The other one had, um... I always call it a tracksuit. A multicolored patchwork. Anyway... Anyway, sorry, I wasn't transmitting then, I didn't press the button. Um, I stopped the tape because I'm recording it for posterity. Anyway, um, they were walking around and I thought, are they customers? They didn't pick up a wire basket. Which uh, aroused my suspicions immediately. And um, then one of them looked at a coffee jar and he said, oh, you could take that if you wanted. Well, I kept my eye on them at that moment. And they came, they approached, and one pulled a grape from... One pulled a grape from a grape dispenser. Well, a dispenser is of lots of grapes in a, in a sort of thing, like a fridge. Not a fridge, what do they call it, in a grocery shop. We'll have a mirror reflecting, so it looks like there's lots more vegetables than there really are. So we've got a couple of characters here, I thought. So I kept my eye on them. They walked past an old man who was stocking the shelves. And I went round the corner. Right side of the floor along. Into the next aisle. I, I browsed through the biscuits. I didn't want to look like I was uh, on the trail. And they came down, past the cakes, to the crisps, which were on the next, um, next shelf. And one of them, actually grabbed, a we lifted up a packet of crisps, like he was going to purchase the packet, for his lunch, maybe. Then he dropped it on the floor, quite exuberantly. Um, it was Quavers. Um, it might have been a packet of discos, I'm not sure. It was an orangey-blue. <laughs> I'm so severe tea. Yes, um, I just put that my microphone on my microphone holder. It was an orangey blue packet. I can't remember what it was. It might have been quavers. Sorry, I'm having the tea. But whatever it was, anyway, it, it kicked it around like a, a mini subutio or a mini um mini sort of football rally, just about six feet into the next style and back again. So I thought, oh dear, I thought it looks like um. 
I better call. Well, I want to say go over the top, but I, I, I took my wire basket, which I put some some food in by then. I had some um, some Nabisco um, biscuits, and um, I think uh, a couple of items in there: onion and uh, I think I had a yogurt, I mean, caramel yogurt. It was a proper. It was more of a trifle, really, not a yogurt. You know, those little trifles you get in pots. Individual, very nice. Um, you get strawberry ones and toffee and fudge and the chocolate. I never really, oh, anyway, never mind about the chocolate ones. So I got off the subject. Anyway, I went to the checkout and there was a lady, a middle-aged lady. And I said, here, I said, don't arouse suspicion, but you better call the manager because they're kicking it back of the crisps around on the floor. In fact, you could say, I was a have-a-go hero for the day because um, she went off. And um, I was a bit annoyed, actually, because she couldn't take my money. So I'd stand there for five minutes. Well, a few minutes, anyway. And then um, a bloke, quite a fat bloke with glasses and a moustache, walked along and he glared at me. I think she thought, um, he thought I was some sort of dodgy character that um, she'd gone and called the manager for. And I said, no, it's not me, it's them. And he looked and he two youths were going, yeah, yeah, and they were near the magazines. And then they'd kick the crisps about ten feet away. They hadn't stolen the crisps, but they kicked the crisps away, and they were standing by the door, and they went, yeah, yeah, and then they ran off. So they ran and gave chase outside, he must have gone for about 50 feet before giving up. And he came back, he said, well, well, he actually didn't say anything, he went off. And um, I just stood there, ready with me, um, my groceries, wanted to pay. And then he said, well done, he said, uh, thanks for that. She said, thanks for keeping an eye out. And I thought, yeah, I thought, good on you, Mike, it's your deed for the day. Oh, I just put a microphone in the microphone dispenser again while I take another sip of tea. I better check the tape recorder because um, I don't want to. Uh, Nick Ross wouldn't run out of tape halfway through. Well, no, Mike, there's loads left. I thought I was talking for longer. It just seemed like longer. So, you know, um, anyway, I've just. Uh, wait a minute. <coughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, it made me feel that as a citizen, that you have responsibility. I thought I could have just gone in the store, got me shopping, walked around and come out. But no, I didn't have to go after those two young men. The despondent characters that came in. I could have just ignored them. I thought, so what if they steal a grape or chop a coffee jar or kick some quavers or what's it or whatever onto the floor. But you know, I'm responsible. I don't feel proud of that. I, I think every man should do their duty when it comes to it and have a go. And, that lady, Nick, too, I went to the store a week later and she looked at me and she said, Thanks for that the other day, Mike. She, she knows me quite well because, um, well, she takes my, um, my dividend card, in fact. She said, Thanks, Mike. And I said, Any time, I said, I'll be fighting crime on the streets. From Peace Haven to Worthing, Mike Barton, crime fighter. Any time there's crisps being kicked about the supermarket aisle, youths looking round in a desultory manner. Glaring in bomber jackets, wearing distasteful tracksuits in public, and being a, you know, a little bit um, surly, I'll, I'll go up and say, hey, you, no, I won't say that, I, I, won't, I won't the other way, you know, but I'll up go to the checkout and say, fetch the manager. And by the way, can you not run off and uh, leave me standing here with my groceries again? Because that was quite annoying, actually. Because I was a bit annoyed about that, they could have taken my money, because I didn't want to have to stand there, but even so... Um, there you go. Anyway, if anyone's out there listening, I'm very interested to hear what they've got to say. Well, happy tea. There you go. That's a chance. <laughs>
Mr. John. <coughs> well, that was Mr. John, Mr. Geezer, you know. Mr. Geezer. Oh, I can't get the voice. Um, oh, you'll get going, won't you? Oh, it's behind. No, it wasn't no. that one. You know, you know, you know, I was working in the pub. You know, Darren. Yeah. Darren, you know. Don't Darren, mate. Um, this is behind the scenes, just, sorry. That's right. It's a, I was in the pub last night. And I was great in guys. Yeah. Yes, go in it. What's all this, then? What's all this? I'll tell you a story about half a go hero. It'll make your eyes bleed. And he just sort of goes, oh, that's a long time. Have a go, have a go, have a go, hero. Don't turn on the air. I think be more, you'll be more sort of, you're not quite in the character yet, but you'll be oh. more sort of like, what a load of rubbish, just to slag him off a bit for a bit, and it gives us this warm, warm up to it, you know. What a load of old crap. A load of crap. Now listen to me. Now, I'm, I go to the pub quite a lot, okay? And there was a guy, um, about six foot. And he was sitting there, swigging back the old pints. And I was watching him carefully. I wasn't getting up to any mischief. I was just minding my own business. And this guy got up, hit this man in the face and nicked his bag and ran out the, the pub. Now, I didn't just sit there. I ran after this guy and I had a fight with him. And I got a broken leg. Okay? And I managed to stall him. And the police arrived. So? I suppose you want me to say well done. You just go, you, you're lounging in a pub, you go in looking for a fight. It's a public house, a house of alcohol and shame. You know, if I want to drink, I go down your flyscence, buy a nice six pack. Put them in the fridge and have them, you know, in peace at the CB, in front of the television, or at the post desk. Peace over New Full Society, which I'm not talking about tonight. Which I might be getting an interview on the wireless about, by the way, but that's uh, something happening on Friday, I believe. Uh, I'm a studio guest, but anyway, I'll um, leave that for now. But you went in there, you know, you expect a fight in a pub, and I bet you're one of the provokers. So don't talk to me like that. You're, you're, I bet you wear a dodgy tracksuit and a bomber jacket. You might be one of the desultory lads, for all I know. <laughs> He's going to be so angry, isn't he? What's going on then, eh? Who do you think you are, mate? No, I mean, I broke my leg. I had a couple of stitches in the forehead. And I managed to get this guy's bag back at the price of my own health. What are you, anyway? What kind of punk are you? Eh? Eh? Who do you think you are on the airwaves tonight? Well, I think the um, unruly manner in which you've just addressed me sums up your personality, young man. You're obviously one of these characters who drives up and down Regina Parade on Friday and Saturday night. And the Drakester. Doing stunt performances and streaking round the aquarium. Quite disgraceful. I've seen them several times when I've been out of an evening. After going to see a film at the ABC, walking back, well not walking back, to the bus stop I mean, you know. I can't walk all the way back to Pete Saven. It's a very long way and Sylvester's legs wouldn't take it. Anyway, can I dig a big hole at Chelscombe for a sewage plant? We'd fall down and die in a great vat of piss. Oh no, you shouldn't say that, yeah. Whatever, anyway. But uh, no, I'm not going to give you time. I wouldn't give those lads time. I'm not giving you time. Um, you, you, this banner. What about the man? Did he, was he pleased? Why didn't he hang on to his bag? You know, there's many points to your storage stone stand up. 
Oh, I can't see Nick Ross going for that. He keeps right crawling on the air. He criticised you roundly. In fact, I bet you'll be one of the dodgy characters in the um, simulation. One of those geezers, a photo fit picture, you know, um, a clear bucket you with a funny chin and different eyes that don't quite match. And you say, this is the character we saw walking down the road. I said, if I saw that, I'd go to the nearest branch of SETI. Search for extraterrestrial intelligence. I wouldn't go to the police department, see an ugly man like that, with all his head, different eyes and heads and different noses stuck from different characters. It's like a character from a genetic experiment. What's <laughs> <laughs> Pustis then? Hey, I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm, I can't be bothered with you. Okay, I mean, okay, all right. This guy was a bit dodgy. He he was he kept his bag under the table. He should have kept it on him, but he didn't. And I saved him. I saved his bag. Now listen to me. I don't know what you think you are, but all you've done was get your nose involved in none of your own business in the supermarket. They probably were minding their own business. I mean, someone could report you for dodging the aisle or something stupid. As for me, I saved someone's bag and I got my ass kicked. Okay? Now I'm the hero on the air tonight and this is my last word. man had a bag. Was it a handbag? Was it a wolf bra? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's someone on there. I can see the voice. Yeah. Was it a puff top? There's someone on there. No. Okay. It was just some guy. It was a briefcase. It had important money and files. A mobile phone. Pager. Internet. Uh, one of those... PC things, mobile ones, or well, laptops, laptops. It was about £4,000 worth in there. So why did he bring it to a rough house? <laughs> a rough public house. Some dodgy pop on the corner. Like you see in the Titanic. You know, a dodgy old pop with some guy smoking in there. Why did you bring it all in there? Are we talking about the same pub? I'm talking about the place of children get free lemonade. I'm talking about the place of the the bloody sliding thing in the back, the bloody climbing frame for five-year-olds. I'm talking about the place where mothers can change their babies' nappies in the changing room. Okay? The thing is, um, you're always going to get um, someone in life who... Um, Things above the station. A clever Charlie. Walks on the road, says, look at me, I'm a big, big man, you know. And I'm sorry, because I shared my story with you tonight on the air. I thought it's a nice story. I think there's many people on Citizens Band who've heard that. Who would say, well done, Mike. Yeah, well, you're, you're well done, lad. I'm not going to say I'm Batman or something for doing that. But I, I stood by my local community. And what happens, I get a yobble coming on the air. Nothing but a title of filth and abuse. It's mad stripe, you know, a crazy character with a bag with loads of just such like some other mission impossible. Well, I'm sorry Tom Cruise, but we don't want to know tonight. I've got it off the air. Good night. <laughs> oh go away, Mike. 
<coughs> a lot of people like you. You're so one-sided, it's untrue. I'm going off the air now. If it's at the end of that bit. Think, yeah. yeah. We don't know who that is, but we might have heard some of that. 